So, Brooke, if mm-hmm. I were an animal, what would I be? Ooh, okay. Um, all right. I feel like you're not going to love this, but I have a good reason. Okay. I would say a cat. What? Because you're very independent and you choose when people like get to be around you. <laughs> I mean, I can't disagree. I yeah. am surprised, though, you didn't say dog. I mean, yeah, you're super loyal very lovable and you love a good treat. So actually that does check out. (laughs) Thank you. I mean, I know you and I think being compared to a dog is the highest praise, but there are a lot of people that see it as a pretty low blow. Yeah. You mean like the fans that think Kim Cattrall took a dig at Sarah Jessica Parker on Insta this week? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So she posted a throwback video of herself and the dog from her show, Sensitive Skin, with the caption, when your co-stars are real dog. Yeah, and just knowing the history between the two, I don't think that's quite the compliment we would want it to be. No, I don't think so. And honestly, I love this feud. (laughs) It's been going on so long and I'm so here for it. Same. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Sifrin. It's Thursday, August 19th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so that's fun. Oh, (laughs) yeah, definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at at sax.com. Sax.com. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Ooh, we know that sound. Mm-hmm. It's the opening theme from the all-time favorite Sex in the City, where you just know every time you hear it, there's going to be delicious drama with four <laughs> fabulous friends. Yeah. But it seems like the drama on screen is very much going on off screen. Yeah. So Kim Cattrall, who played a fan favorite character, Samantha Jones, posted a clip of herself and a dog to Instagram with the caption, when your co-star is a real dog. And in the video, Kim is just like holding this dog named Pixel. 
and he like goes to lick her and she's like, hmm, nice breath. And the clip is from the set of her show, Sensitive Skin, that aired from 2014 to 2016. And it seems innocent enough. Yeah, but many fans are saying that this throwback vid was actually meant to throw shade at Sarah Jessica Parker, who starred as Carrie Bradshaw on Sex and the City. Mm -hmm. And considering the timing of everything, I don't know that they're wrong about it. It could be possible, but here's my theory. The dog, like, goes to lick her. So Mm -hmm. I feel like she was like, oh, he's such a dog, like, trying to kiss her. That's how (laughs) I took it at first. So I'm playing devil's advocate here. Here's the thing. She could have posted that literally... Anytime between 2014 <laughs> and up to a week ago. Sure. But the fact that she's posting it now, it's like, it's a little suspicious. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, and then the other day, Kim posted an old still from her character, Samantha, when she was on Sex in the City. So this pic plus the video with the dog could be in response to a photo that Sarah Jessica Parker posted mm-hmm. on her timeline. And the post was like this very lovey-dovey pic of SJP hugging her two original co-stars, Kristen Davis and Cynthia Nixon, as well as Nicole Ari Parker, who is one of the new co-stars of the Sex in the City reboot, which is called And Just Like That. Yeah, and it's currently filming with out Kim Cattrall. Right. So the revival is slated to be a miniseries for HBO Max. And the show was first teased back in January on Sarah Jessica Parker's Instagram with the caption, I couldn't help but wonder, where are they now? (laughs) And there's no release date yet, but all the key cast members have returned for filming except Kim. Yeah. So as all Sex and the City fans know, Kim has refused to reprise her role as Samantha. Yeah. She did six seasons as the character during the show's run on HBO in the late 90s and early 2000s, as well as two movies. Yeah. So back in June of 2016, Kim said she was done with the series. She said she thought the climate had changed and she wasn't really interested in doing a show about women shopping anymore. (laughs) Although she did say it'd be fun to do another installment of the movie and admitted that leaving the character Samantha would be hard. And there were rumors that she didn't want to come back to her role because of money issues. But Kim continually has said that that was not the case. Yeah. And people have speculated for years that there's been tension between Kim and SJP, but both of them have continued to deny it. Yeah. Supposedly, the drama started back in 2004 when Kim wasn't seated near the other three stars of the show during the Emmys, which Mm -hmm. is messed up. Yeah, it is kind of weird. And then more rumors circulated that Kim was holding up the first Sex in the City movie because of money demands. Although at the time, Sarah openly defended Kim's right to ask for more money, saying no one should vilify her for it. Yes, which is very fair. And Sarah Jessica Parker also said they were all friends and that she wished she could see more of Kim. And Kim confirmed the rumors were false in a 2010 interview with the Daily Mail saying, I think Sarah is fantastic. She's a born leader and she guides the crew and the cast in such a strong but gentle way. She and I are sick of this. It's exhausting talking about it and a real bore. And Sarah even addressed it again in a 2016 interview on Howard Stern. Was every day perfect? Were people always desperately, hopelessly in love with each other? No, but this sort of narrative, this ongoing catfight, it really used to really upset me. So then not too long after this interview, there were talks about doing a third Sex of the City movie, which let's hope it was nothing like the second. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker, though, eventually confirmed it wasn't going to be happening and the blame got put on Kim. Sarah Jessica Parker spoke to Extra and said she was heartbroken there wouldn't be a third film, but she 
didn't name Kim as the reason. But of course, the Daily Mail Mm -hmm. ran a piece that said Kim had outrageous demands. Yeah. And then Kim, rightfully so, decided to tell her side, went on Piers Morgan in October of 2017, which, of course, (laughs) just added fuel to that fire of there being a feud between her and Sarah Jessica Parker. We've never been friends. We've been colleagues. And and this is this is really where I I take to task the people from Sex in the City and specifically Sarah Jessica Parker is that I think she could have been nicer. I don't know what her issue is. She's right. They don't have to be friends. They're mm-hmm. colleagues. But I right. do think this is a little shady, like to say that Sarah Jessica Parker could have yeah. been nicer. Like it's obviously fueling the rumors even further, I think. At this point, though, the feud between the two is blown wide open. Oh, yeah. So Sarah Jessica Parker responded to Kim's claims that they were never friends in a 2018 interview with Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live. And she says she was heartbroken to hear that. She's heartbroken Mm -hmm. a lot, it seems. And this is not the way that she recalls their experience. Yeah. And then things escalated when Kim announced on her Instagram that her brother Chris had passed away. Now, this is where the shade truly comes in full force. So Sarah Jessica Parker posted a supportive comment that says, we all send her our love and condolences and grant her the privacy that she's asked for. But Kim was truly not having this. Uh -uh. A source at the time told Us Weekly that SJP reaching out publicly rather than just contacting her privately really struck a nerve. So Kim took to Instagram with an absolutely scathing post to Sarah saying she was cruel and a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. And she says, let me make this very clear. You are not (laughs) my family. You are not my friend. So I'm writing to tell you one last time to stop exploiting our tragedy in order to restore your nice girl persona. Which... Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's no way to misread that. No, like as Kim Cattrall, you have to make a conscious choice that you're completely done with Sex and the City if you write that. Like there's no going back. Yeah. You're you're done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And interestingly, over the years, there have been other stars that have weighed in on the feud. Yeah. So most notably, the show's executive producer, Michael Patrick King, in an interview on Hollywood Reporter's Origin podcast, Michael says Kim was always upset about the pay difference between her and Sarah Jessica Parker. And as the show grew and Samantha became a fan favorite, Kim wanted more money and she wanted to be billed as a star. Which I think is completely fair. Like I do, too. I think of it like friends. Like, I think they should all be getting paid the same amount. Right. Like, if your character not participating in a third movie squashes a third movie, that's then yeah. you're an you're ensemble. An integral part. Yep, yes. exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, considering how close the characters Sam and Carrie were on the show, mm. it's not crazy that we want them to get along in real no. life. And I feel like when these things happen, the question is, can we actually separate the actors from their characters? I want to think that I can. <laughs> But I mean, how many times do we see like a couple in a movie and we're like, oh, my God, please date in real life. Like too often. It's hard. Like, I don't yeah. know. It's, yeah, it is hard. I get it. Like they were iconic. So, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we know the drama between them and obviously it's going to be more complicated than we could ever possibly know. But yeah, I can't help but wish they just get along. I know. Like it was always Sam and Carrie. Like if they really do hate each other, that's some brilliant acting, I will say. Yes. Yes. They should get Emmys just for that. <laughs> they should. <laughs> I mean, I love Kim, but she will always be Samantha Jones to me. 100%. That character is iconic. I mean, she invented powerful one-liners. Oh my God, I know. So this is my fave. 
I will not be judged by you or society. That is my motto. Absolute classic. Yes. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skinner-Williams. And I'm Brooke Sifrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Listen to Rich and Daily on Amazon Music or on your Alexa-enabled device. Just ask, Alexa, play the Rich and Daily podcast. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window. Comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. Nobody has dared to find out who is the actual best at just being on a reality show. I'm your host, comedian Daniel Tosh. Is winner go home. Each episode, our contestants will face new challenges that will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. Thousands, not millions. $200,000. Cause it's about to be ugly crying. Lots of fighting. Tasha, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The GOAT. Stream free on Amazon Freebie or Prime Video.